You are now listening to a Los Wise Guys production. What's up, guys, and welcome to your weekly wisdom with the Los Wise Guys podcast, where we reflect on various topics for your amusement. I am your host for today, Eslam, accompanied by the anti-socialist himself, Danny. How you doing, Danny? How's it going? Good. How are you? Please follow us on all social media platforms, as well as uh, catch the podcast on all podcast platforms. Don't forget to subscribe, share. Rate and review. Don't forget to pray. I know it's a little different from what you guys are used to, but Rudy's not here. Fuck him. He's not, you know, committed to this podcast like we are. Shit. Never <laughs> missed one in my life. Never missed one, huh? No. Never. Never, never ever. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess you would think that if you don't show up for a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so Rudy's not with us today. Um, he's in a, he's, he's in a, <laughs> Is he dead? He's in a he's in a better place. Oh my god. Um, yeah, so he's in a better place. Um, I don't know what he's doing. Probably jerking off. He had to get in a session. He's been very busy. Um, you I'm know, not commenting on huh? any of that. I'm not commenting on any of this. Uh, it's all good, man. It's all good. How you doing today, Dan? Uh, pretty tired. Pretty tired. When are you not tired, bro? There was this one time back in 1972. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it was a great day. Oh, when you weren't born yet? Yeah. When I, you were I, in your dad's nutsack? I, I woke up one morning and saw that there was no sun and there was no birds chirping. It wow. was cold out and it That's was great. Fucking depressing. <laughs> it bro. was the greatest thing in the world. And then the world changed. That that cold, cold day. Oh, you in mean for the better? Yeah, sure. Of course it did. Uh, the good times, the dark times. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're a madman. Yep, that's what they used to call me. That's what they still call you. Not you're, anymore. No. You crazy son of a B. Crazy son of a B. What are we talking about? We're talking about lots of shit today, bro. Lots. Like a lot. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's start with the DMV. Yeah. Um, so you went to the DMV today. Uh, yesterday. Um, no, nah, it was today. You no, don't remember? Uh, I think I would know. <laughs> you well, you know. I ever tell you about 1972? <laughs> 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 um, so I had to go to the DMV yesterday, and my license was going no, to expire today. Jesus yeah. Christ! It was going to expire. Mine too, bro. And I had to. Uh, yeah, but I got it taken care of. <laughs> yeah, well, I actually sent mine in on Monday, and I'll let you know why. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I went to the DMV, which is a horrible, horrible experience, as we all know. Yes. And the DMV is the worst place in the world. It is. It is. It really is. Uh, especially yesterday. Because for me, it was it was very bright in that room. There was a long line, which I'm not a fan of lines. As, as you can recall, once I left Comic-Con because I didn't want to wait in a line. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. you. That was an asshole move. No, it wasn't. You guys were fun. You had fun. You I had I had a great time you not were being there. Baby bag 
bitch. That's that's why I gave up on Comic Con. I was like, fuck this. They made us wait outside when we shouldn't have waited outside. Um, didn't we get there late? No, and we were there. We were there early. Comic Con had not opened up yet, and they had us waiting out on the sidewalk around the block. That's because I think the the basement filled up, which is bullshit. Hey, bro, that is bullshit. Anyway, so it's DMV. Now everybody hates it because. Long lines, the people are rude, this, that, and the other. And that's all true. That's all 100% true. But there's another element to it. I realize that most people that go to the DMV are also stupid. Oh, oh, no, listen. As soon as you walk in through the doors of the DMV, yeah. you become retarded. See, I don't. I, I was there. I was, I was very organized. You know, you have to have your certain amount of points and everything. I had everything perfect. I had extra just in case. Uh, you you got extra points? I got extra points. <laughs> Did you do extra credit? I got 100 <laughs> when I walked out of there. <laughs> Gave me two stars. Um, but no, I was I was very well prepared and I'm waiting in line. And you could see when other people, they go up and they speak to whoever <clears throat> they need to once they finally reach for the, the front of the line. And... They're there for like a to- like a 15, 20 minutes, and th- those are the quick ones. Me, I'm in and out, like five minutes. All right, here's my things. Okay, here you go. Boom, I walk off. And I, I, don't know, I don't know what it is. But, I mean, the problem with well, the DMV people is people don't go, like to read, so they don't know what points they need. And, it, you know. I checked all this before I went in. I no, checked I this before I left the house. I know. Like, that's all you got to do. And people are showing up. See, the thing is, the problem with DMV is the lines. Yeah. And it's not, you can't just go into one line. You go into a line to then get into a line. Yeah. <laughs> to then sometimes get into another line, depending on what you're doing. So I go in there. I speak to the person. She's she's yelling at everybody and this, that, and the other. She's just angry. She works yeah. at the DMV. I'd be angry too. Of course. So she goes in there. What are you here for? And you see all these other people. They're saying, oh, well, the blah, blah, blah. This I said two words to her. I said license renewal. I said, here's the form. Wait in that line. I said, thank you. Walked off. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to fucking do. Filled out the little form while I'm in line. She had originally said, oh, go at this table. I was like, no, I got a pen on me. I'm good. I don't need a. I don't need the table. I'm prepared. I did it while waiting in line to make it go by quicker. Yeah. I did all that. <laughs> I gave my thing to the lady. She's like, oh, do you have your points? I was like, here's my points. I got extra points. You need extra points? She's like, no, I'm fine. I was like, okay, if you need points, let me know. I got them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a guy. <laughs> let me know. So I do that. She's like, have a seat. Boom. Turn around. There's a chair right there. I sat down. Um, I waited. Then they called my number, and I'm now in another line to get, get the, the new license and everything. Now, at this point, I'm by the entrance again, where you have people coming in saying, oh, I need this, that, and the other. And they had this old man. It wasn't the same lady that I dealt with. An old man was dealing with it now. Now, this man was old. This man, he, he built the DMV. He started this organization. When the first car existed, he was the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> he, was just, he just rolled up to a little ball and just... just just try to get there. He 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 was he was uh, the first step after Fred, Fred Flintstone. Damn. So this guy's going out there, and people walk up to him. First thing he says is, "What do you want?" Not how how can I help you? What do you need? He said, "What do you want?" And this dude comes up to him. He's like, "Hey, I need some help." He's like, "What do you want?" He's like, "Can you help me?" Yeah. What do you want? Damn. <laughs> and I'm just standing there listening to this. I was like, "Oh, I I need a license." I was like, "You need to renew a license." I was like, I need a new license. Like, so you need to renew your license. I was like, my license is going to expire. Okay, so you're going to renew your license? <laughs> it's it's just idiotic. And they go through this throughout the thing. It's a whole thing. He ends up telling the guy to go into the wrong line. The guy comes back. They're arguing more. It, it's it's just a freaking mess. A freaking mess. And I hate it. I hate the DMV. 
Yeah, see, that's why. I, so I got a letter from the DMV saying my license needs to be renewed, mm-hmm. and then I could do it in the mail. Yeah. So that's exactly what I did. Yeah, I had it too. I just, I just didn't. Um, I waited too long, and for my job, I need to have it immediately. Well, yeah, I need to have it immediately too because I drive everywhere. So. Yeah, um, but you could get away with. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. For my um, like my job, I literally drive the the my jobs like vehicles and shit. So they mm-hmm. they check all my license. Oh okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So, so what happened was so I'm I'm gonna give you guys a little backstory, right? Mm-hmm. 1972. Sunday, I had a concert. That concert didn't finish until like 1:40 in the morning. I hate that job. And then I didn't get home till three mm-hmm. because I got me and my supervisor got into a fight with three guys at the end of the night. There you go. <laughs> while trying to take them out of the building because. They just, you know, we're trying to get everybody to exit. Yeah. They were just being assholes. There you go. And then, you know, shit happened and, you know, we had to do what we had to do. There you go. I didn't get home till three. Mm-hmm. I had to wake up at six to get to work. Mm-hmm. I didn't wake up at six. <laughs> right. I woke up at seven. Okay. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> Right? I'm not going to work. Yeah. I'm tired as fuck. Yeah. If I go to work, I'm going to fall asleep. Yeah. That's, my that's desk. not a good look. That's not a no, good look. No, it's not a good look. Also, it's kind of slow at work. So, even like if it was busier, I would have went in. I would have had a lot of work to do and it, that would have kept me awake. Mm-hmm. But now, I, it's just like I would have went in and I would have felt straight asleep. It's just not going to be pretty. So, I was like, I'm just going to call out sick. There you go. It's the first time I'm calling out sick. In a year since I've been there. There you go. So, so you're, you're entitled. Yeah, exactly. You're entitled. I, I have n- like no issues. So I called out sick, slept in, woke up, got some errands done. Yeah. One of those errands was going to get a stamp Yeah. for the letter. Yeah. After I got the stamp, sent that letter. Now I'm just waiting for my license to come back in the mail. Did not have to go to DMV. Yeah. Hopefully I don't have to go to DMV. Hopefully yeah. they send me my license and not a letter saying, "Oh, you need to go to DMV." Well, is there a time <clears throat> limit as to? I don't know because I, I got mine a while ago and I just kept putting it off because I was honestly I was focused on my WrestleMania trip. So like everything else in the world was like, "Fuck this, I don't care." I'm focused on my WrestleMania yeah. trip, and once that got settled, I was like, "All right, I need I need a license. <laughs> I need to get back to life." <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But yeah, so it was just like, if there's a time limit, they'll send me a letter and let me know. I don't yeah. care, but it is what it is. Yeah, and um. I didn't have to go again to the DMV because I went like a couple months ago to register uh, my car under my name mm-hmm. to like switch the registration shit. And mm-hmm. that shit was a pain. Mm-hmm. Oh, my Lord. Like I had everything that I needed to have. It's just like people are stupid. Like exactly. you were saying, lines take forever. Nobody knows what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's just like it's it's a hassle. I hate the government. Yeah. I mean, we did that episode. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're gonna keep doing that episode <laughs> until the government gets their act together, because they're being really stupid. But what what kills me is, and I, I think about it, I'm not, I'm not an, I don't think I'm an organized person. You saw, you saw my desktop before. I had shit all over. Yeah, the that place. shit gave me anxiety. Exactly. That's because I've been doing work like I didn't have enough time to make folders, throw shit in the folders. But DMV, I was prepared. I had all the points. I did everything. When I went to WrestleMania. I did everything perfectly. Yeah. A, mu- a bunch of events. When we used to go to Comic-Con, we used to d- knock that shit out. It's one of those things where it's just like, I know it's going to be a hassle. Yeah. So I'm going to do everything possible to make it as easy as possible. 
do most people not think this way? I I don't get it. It's it's already um, a bad experience. Make the best of it. No, no. Most people don't think ahead in general. It, it drives me crazy. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't say. I guess maybe when I was younger, I used to be like that, but I grew up. And it's uh, everybody else needs to grow up. Get get to get to. Bro, get I to hate my adulting level. in general. Oh, I know, I know. It's just like it's it's depressing. Make Being a schedule. An adult sucks. Make a schedule. <clears throat> it's like you know how when you were a kid. Yep. And you were like, damn, yo, adults know what they're doing. Never said that. Now you're an adult. Yeah. And you're like, damn, bro, nobody knows what the <laughs> fuck they're doing. Can I get an adultier adult to yeah. help me? Yeah. Like, for real. Like, I need, I, I need like, an older adult to let me know because even the older adults don't even know what the fuck they're doing. They're the ones asking for help. Yeah. <laughs> they're the ones asking they're us like, for help. They're like, help me. I've fallen and I can't get up. Yep. Remember those commercials? <laughs> those commercials used to make me so happy. Just seeing some old woman fall down. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So yeah, it's nobody speaks like that. Nobody ever has fallen down and says, "Help, I have fallen and I can't get up." Some people will fall down and just, just ah, you know, they'll do something like that or they'll just They're like shocked and Yeah. Shock and awe. I don't know. It's just I every That time, should be a superhero duo. If I fall down, I'll say something like you know, like fuck something. That's true. I, I will well, never they can't, say. I don't think they could have that in a commercial. Well, be realistic. You know, what I'm fuck. Saying? I have fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> it's, no one's ever said that. It'll <laughs> be so like, God damn it. You know, something like that. It would just, you know, they press their little life alert button. It's like, I'm, I'm old. Help me get the fuck up. This is nothing Son like 1972. I have fallen and I can't get up. Oh my god. What happened to those commercials? She uh, died. I don't think she ever got up. Oh. All of them died because life alert don't work. Oh, man. How do you know? What do you have against life alert? I don't have anything. I actually don't know if it works or not. I feel like you're about to talk so much shit about life alert. There's this one time. Yeah, this old lady that I was robbing. I was Jesus <laughs> Christ. I pushed her down. I waited. They never showed up. I was. It was a I test. I stole the life alert button. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, uh, old people. Old people are funny. Old people are funny, but they're stupid, and that's that's what that's what we got to. I can't wait to be old and I'm stupid. I'm gonna do so much shit on purpose. <laughs> you, you ever you know the Vice uh, TV channel? Yes, I don't watch it, but yes, I don't have TV. I don't, anymore. I don't watch TV, but. Long story, there's a wrestling documentary that led to watching other documentaries. So we're at work, and they have this one uh, documentary on Viceland.com or whatever. Um, I want to say it's called Balls Deep. Okay. And it's this... I like where this is going. It's about this guy who he literally just, like, takes time to live other people's, like, lives with them. So, like, he does one episode where it's, like, these high school kids... They're about to graduate, so he's with them for like a week, and it's the last week of high school. So he's documenting their experience through the last week of high school, and it's interesting. Now, um, he did this one episode where he's talking, where he's with old people in a retirement home, and it's the funniest fucking thing in the world. Like all the old people, all they do is just like they all hug and kiss each other all the time. Yeah, they're. Oh, I know, I know. They <laughs> fuck so much; yeah. it's ridiculous. I was afraid that was gonna pop up in the documentary, and they. And actually, like old group homes are have like the highest rate of STDs. Yep. Yeah, that's what happens. You have you have a guy on top of some old lady. Then he then he then he jizzes, and then he says, "Help! I've fallen." 
<laughs> and I can't get out. <laughs> Hell no. After he releases that, he lo- after he releases that gold dust, bro, like there's no getting up. His knees are weak. It's oh, just man. like his penis went. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? One of my favorite, um, one of my favorite things in the whole thing is uh, we were dying when this guy said it. He was like the the guy running everything. He was like one of the older guys there. And he's talking about how he got this new car. And the way he says it, it's like he paused. He was like, I got a Hyundai. And it's like he has to lean forward. His hair like flipped off, flopped over to the side. It was Hyundai. It was the funniest thing in the world. And then, oh, my God. And the guy who's with him, he was, he's maybe like in his 30s, the guy who's doing the documentary. And then he was just saying, he, was, he said exactly what you were saying. He was like, when I, I remember when I was a kid, there was nothing I wanted more than to be an old person. <laughs> This is an old man, and he got to experience it. Like, this is the life. He's he's an old guy, well, pretending to be an old guy, living with all these old people, and they have, like, these nice little apartments. Getting tapioca pudding <laughs> whenever you want, bro. Funny, funny documentary. I definitely recommend everybody check it out. Balls Deep. Balls Deep. Balls Deep. Well, I mean, look up Balls Deep documentary, because I'm sure if you just Google Balls Deep. If you type Balls, Balls Deep, Deep documentary, you still might. <laughs> eh, that's true. If you put in balls deep, you know you're getting some crazy <laughs> porn. Your your best bet. I actually go, go might to, do that later. Go to viceland.com. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. I should do that now. And See check, what pops up on the computer. And check out their uh, balls deep. I hope that you know. <laughs> All right. Yeah. DMV. <laughs> DMV. Department Fuck of Motor that place. Fucking Vehicles. Fuck that place. I hate that place, man. Oh, my God. You know what? Does anybody ever go to the DMV and they're not upset? I think uh, 16-year-old kids are getting their license for the first time. And then they go through the process and then they hate themselves. No, you see, when that was me, I hated it. I, I don't know if you remember. I, I, I told all you guys, when I took my driving test for the first time, I, uh, I, I purposely failed. Because I didn't want to drive because I knew what was behind that milestone. I knew that the moment I learned how to drive, my parents were going to forget. And I was going to have to do all the driving everywhere from then on. So I, remember I took the test and there was this older gentleman. Um, he, he's, still, he's the instructor. He's telling you what to do. Where There was a stop sign. He was like, all right, go up to there. And I just ran that shit. Damn. <laughs> was, was there an old lady there? No. <laughs> I've helped. <laughs> I've been hit by a car and I can't get up. No, and then he's like, all right, make sure you stop on the next one. Make it right. And so he gave me another chance. Fucking ran the second one. <laughs> Jesus. And then it was like, all right, you got to stop doing that. I go to the third one, and I, I like, pass it and then stop. It's like, okay, you fail. Go back. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> that sucks. Oh, no. <laughs> I have failed, I and I like, can't drive. I was so upset. And I remember I went back. My dad was there. I was like, what happened? That was quick. I was like, oh, I failed. He was like, really? Don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. It's embarrassing. So I was like, I don't give a shit. And then uh, I had to take the test again shortly after. And I realized I'm just going to have to do this forever. So I ended up getting the same instructor the second time who remembered me. And he's like, oh, you know, you, you can't. If you pass one stop sign, you're going to I was like, all right, shut up, old man. You're about to die. And then I'm just... <laughs> about to push out this goddamn car so i'm driving i stop at all the things i parallel park i do everything perfectly he's like oh you've been practicing i was like yeah give me the license let's fucking go let's get this over with let's do this this is my life now it's time to adult for real that was horrible yeah it was horrible that's why i never learned how to ride a bike you don't know how to ride a bike no i never learned i purposely never learned oh shit yeah you uh, missed out huh you missed out no i didn't yeah you did what the hell am i gonna do in a bike what's fun about a bike 
When you were young, that was a lot of fun. No. It doesn't yeah. look fun. Now it doesn't. When I was a kid, it looked stupid. Well, I remember when I was a kid, I, th- I thought, yeah, well, I'm just going to go drive when I'm older. But you remember, you were dead on the inside. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and it's funny because my friends, they would go outside, like the neighborhood kids, they go, they ride their bikes, and my parents would be like, oh, see, you could go outside. And I was like, shut up, play video games. <laughs> I don't care about I'm this. I'm riding a bike in this video game, killing hookers. <laughs> Oh, Grand what game Auto. is this guy? That's Grand Theft Auto uh, San Andreas. <laughs> yeah, nice. there you go. Oh, CJ. Uh, hey, oh, CJ. I don't remember who said that. I think everybody said that. Like, <laughs> one hell of a oh game. One hell of a game. Was it? I don't know. Did I ever play San Andreas? Probably not. Okay. I'm surprised you know what Grand Theft Auto is. Oh, I know what Grand Theft Auto I've played Grand Theft Auto on PS2. Which one? I played one of them. <laughs> I don't fucking remember. Ah, oh, you son of a bitch. I, I swear. I swear. I played one of them. You didn't play shit. I played you one didn't of them. You didn't play shit. I got the no. first ever Grand Theft Auto. I, got, I bought the PlayStation Classic for only $60 at Walmart. Congratulations for you. And uh, first Grand Theft Auto's on there. Don't touch me ever again. It's like, I said don't do it. <laughs> Stop. That's my knee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How, how, was, how was your first time with the... With the driving, your driving lesson. What the fuck's it called when you pass the driving thing? The driving test? That's what it's called. It's that simple? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How was your driving test? <laughs> I didn't even know what the goddamn thing was called. Um, I failed my first time. Oh, you did? Yeah. Because uh, I, I, she, so I parallel parked and mm-hmm. coming out of the parallel park and I had to make a right turn, yeah. but it was so tight. I cut, uh, like I, I cut the curb mm. and like she failed me and then I was like, bitch. Yeah. Then she gave you the license. And then I was just like, fine, I'll just take it again. No. Yeah. I was like, I'll let you fail me. <laughs> I'll let you get me this time. Yeah. Oh, man. I hate driving so much. I love it, man. When I went to uh, Nashville, Tennessee, mm-hmm. I drove. That's mm-hmm. a 13-hour drive. Yeah. On the way back, I drove by myself. It was the best time in the world. That sounds horrible. It was just like me, yeah. the road, yeah. music. It was just like quiet. I had like time to think. It was just like it was like therapeutic. See, I wouldn't mind any of that with the exception of the driving. Put me in a fucking room. Put me in a in a room for 13 hours. I'll be okay. Bro, I think we're just going to put you in a straitjacket and just like <laughs> put you in a fucking one of those padded rooms. It's fun. I always cuz I always thought about um You're like, yeah, that always looked fun to me. I don't know. It's, like, it's not even that. I, like you'll watch a movie and they'll, you know, oh, throw him in the hole, you know, solitary uh, confinement and stuff. And I as a little kid, I honestly got always thought to myself like, what's so bad about that? Like, oh, you you get to be in this room and just hang out and like just Yeah, well, your- there's no video games in there, Okay. Dan. Yeah. I, I can literally sit in a room for hours and not do anything. I'll be fine. Yeah, that's cool, man. Where are the, where are the the squirrel bodies? What? Where where are the dead squirrel bodies? Why am I Why, Where are the heads? Why are? Because you're a fucking serial killer. Okay, okay. Be honest. If if you had to be in a room with nothing, for, I'll make it easy on you. Five hours. You wouldn't be able to handle it. No, I just go to sleep. Exactly. Yeah. But then after five hours, I I I think I'd get bored real quick. I'll probably do some exercise. It's or, gonna be boring, but yeah, you could do exercise. You could sleep. Yeah, you could just fucking think. Yeah, but see, if I when I sleep too much, my body starts to hurt. But I mean, so it's not like you're gonna do anything. You're stuck in a room. Yeah, I know exactly. So it gets it'll get to you after a while. Well, at least for me, it'll it'll get to me mentally. Like 
um when i stay home for like monday when i stayed home from work because i was like mm-hmm. not feeling well um i was kind of like lost really because it's like i didn't know what to do like i had so many i think the the my issue is is that sometimes i just can't make a decision of what to do yeah and like all the possibilities mm-hmm. <laughs> For those of you who can't see right now, Eslav's <laughs> laughing because he said, I couldn't think of anything to do. And I looked at the poster behind us or the whiteboard that clearly says beat Mass Effect with two exclamation points. So I <laughs> couldn't think of anything to do. It's not that I couldn't think of anything uh. to do. It's just that there's so many possibilities. Yeah. And it's just like, I can't decide. Uh. So it's kind of just like I'm in limbo and like. It's like sometimes I get like that with like certain things and mm-hmm. it's just like it's hard for me to make a decision. Yeah. I don't know why that happens to me. I'm old. I guess. I guess. You know what you should do before you get older? Beat the fucking game. <laughs> I will eventually. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. You sat here, didn't know what to do, and you just fucking had Mass Effect. Once again, when I ca- Rudy, I hope you're listening. You're probably not, but I hope you are. When I came in today, it happened again. I walked in, and the Xbox turned on and just started calling for help. It's like, is, the, is that a gamer? <laughs> is there a gamer here? <laughs> Please use me. And I couldn't do it. I couldn't give it hope. I sat over the car. I didn't want to get in front of the damn thing. I didn't want it to feel bad. I'm, also. I'm sorry, Xbox. <laughs> I'll I'll I use it all the time, just not for gaming. It doesn't even know what it is anymore. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Alright, let's uh switch some gears. Let's go for it. Clickety clickety. Uh, what do they need oil? Like what's happening? Well we're switching gears. That, yeah, that was the sound. Are they supposed to click like like click clickety clickety. Alright. So I wanted to talk about some uh, upcoming movies uh, that are upcoming. <laughs> oh, are they? <laughs> They're upcoming. Uh, yeah. First, first movie. Let's let's jump in w- to Detective Pikachu. Now, so I saw one of the recent trailers. Okay. We talked about Detective Pikachu a while back. Yeah, and, it was a um, topic a while ago. But I saw one of the new trailers, and I originally I wasn't sold on this movie, and I was just like, I don't know. It it looks okay. I don't think it's gonna be good. Yeah, what exactly was your initial reason? I don't know. I just it didn't vibe with me. Okay. Like I just like I didn't see the point. Like I was like, why is Pikachu speaking? Like, yeah. well, it's just, Detective Pikachu. I know. I know. I I don't know the game. Yeah. Like I didn't know the background. Oh, very few people play the game. So it was just like well, very few people. In the US I didn't mostly. really care much for it. We spoke about how we would like to make Pokemon movies and mm-hmm. stuff like that on the other episode. Go check it out, yeah. uh, Los Wise Guys. I don't know exactly which episode it is, but you know it's up there. Go back and just listen to all of them. So watching this one of these new trailers, they showed a little bit more of the world, and I was just like, okay, this kind of looks more interesting now. I'm looking forward to this to see how they portray like Pokemon trainers and like Pokemon in the world and yeah. how they're gonna how they're gonna integrate like people and Pokemon and seeing that is gonna be interesting after playing the game, seeing the shows, the movies and stuff like that. Yeah. So I I changed like my mind was like 
okay, this yeah. could be something. It's that, like it's like it clicked for you. Like you're yeah, start, yeah. you got finally kind of yeah. just like I was like, all right, this seems interesting now. So it's just kind of just yeah, uh, it's well, yeah. That's the thing. What uh, me and Rudy were initially talking about, where it was just like. For me, at least, um, not gonna speak for Rudy, but Detective Pikachu, that story in particular, I don't, I, I really don't care. Mm-hmm. It's just that if they want to take the approach that everybody else in the world seems to be doing now, the cinematic movie universe, if they were to do that approach, it could very well work for Pokemon. Oh, definitely. And this is a great idea to start because it. they would never end. Exactly. They would just go from league to league. Yeah, I mean, but that's if you want to do that story. That's why it's intelligent that they're doing this story. But they don't have to show the same character going from league to league. They can just jump from league to league and make them separate stories. But still, that is, at the end of the day, it's about a person battling. Yeah. Which is all fine. But that's why I like this. Because a lot of times, people who've seen Pokemon... Like, you said you've never heard of uh, Detective Pikachu. No, I've never heard of it. So, whenever you thought of Pokemon, I'm assuming... uh, Tell me if I'm wrong. But I'm assuming that you thought that... It was always, okay, somebody gets a Pokemon, he's training, he catches more, he beats the Elite Four, and he's the champ. Yeah. But Pokemon is so much more than that. It's like, that's the main games, yes, but as you're playing the game, you interact with certain characters, and every once in a while, you'll meet a a partner, or you'll have a rival, or something like that, and then you discover they don't have that goal. Some of them, they'll have the goal of, they. this person's a dancer, Mm-hmm. And he trains his Pokemon to dance, and he wants to put on like the greatest like show dancing wise. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's like I've little things that, like, like that in, sh- in the show and stuff. Like oh yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's little things like that. That's why Detective Pikachu is so cool. This Pikachu in particular, he could speak, so he could work as a detective. And you're trying to find this kid's father, and it's a whole thing. So it's it's not the same typical. Okay, I'm gonna train and do this, which can be good, which can be done well, but that might not interest some people. So Pikachu is the most recognizable Pokemon that there is, hands yes. down. Little kids are going to watch it or yep. they're going to like it. Parents who are around our age, they're going to reminisce. They're like, yep. oh, I remember this. Let me watch uh, this. What's it called? So it's gonna it's great for all generations, and it's not going to be, oh, here's violence, blah, blah, blah. There is going to be some fighting, but it's it's not about that. It's just about a Pikachu and this kid trying to find uh, the kid's dad who used to be a cop. So it seems great. It seems great. Uh, I can't wait for it, and I hope to see that more comes from it. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to it now. Um, next movie I want to talk about is John Wick 3, right? The next installment in the John Wick series. Um, this I What I like about the John Wick series is not all the, the action. It's the mytho that they built in the movie of like the whole assassination-like network. Mm-hmm. And that was very interesting to me because of like they had a code, like they had safe houses, like like it was kind of like um, shit. What was the other one with the assassins? Uh, with Angelina Jolie and yeah, um, wanted. Yes. So that also had like a mytho and like a history of like the assassins. So that's what drew me to john wick most people just love it for like the action and all the headshot and stuff Mm -hmm. so it's just more interesting for me to see the exploration of that world and what's gonna be even better is that they are doing a show based on john wick i didn't know that so that's gonna delve more into that world which Mm -hmm. is gonna be a lot more interesting so i'm looking forward to that it's it's uh it's funny because john wick i've never seen any of them um, and my thing is, 
I've because people, it's one of those things. I'll have a conversation with somebody. John Wick came out. And I was like, oh, did you see John Wick? No, you know, I'm not an action guy. What's it about? And everybody tells me the same thing. Oh, they killed his dog, and he goes out and he kills people, kill his dog. That's what everybody told me. John yeah. Wick Two comes out. I'm like, what's what's it about? It's like, oh, it's a great action movie. There's a lot of fighting. Okay, what's it about? It's really great. There's a lot of fighting, and crazy stuff. That's all, that's all they tell me. John Wick Three comes out. That's because most people are retarded. Exactly. They're not gonna. They don't. Literally, I've been here. When did the first John Wick so, come out? So there's there's two kind of people that are gonna. There's two kind of ways people are going to react to that movie. Mm-hmm. There's the dumb people that are just going to go see all the action scenes and yeah. not notice any of the storyline. Yeah. They're going to see that basic storyline. Th- those of you who are those people and are listening to uh, the podcast, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Um, they are going to, all they're going to see is that basic storyline of, oh, they killed this puppy yeah. that I got with my wife that had cancer. Died. I didn't even know that. Yeah. yeah. I literally so, just heard so it was a dog. So the, I'll, I'll explain John Wick to you. Spoilers. John Wick starts out with him and his dog. He's rem- like his puppy. His girl just died. I guess she had cancer. She had something that she died from. They got this puppy together. This is what's left of her memory. Mm-hmm. And someone breaks into his house to get the car and they kill the dog or something like that. Yeah. I, I don't exactly remember how the dog dies, but they kill the dog in in uh, in uh, action and just it, the dog dies and then he just goes crazy. Okay. You find out this the kids are like mobsters, sons, and he's like, oh shit, you did what with John Wick? Oh my God. And then he just goes on a killing spree, yeah. kills all of them and whatnot. Yeah. But through this... yeah. You you get introduced to that assassin world, okay? Because he goes and he gets his guns and gets all this equipment from like the dealers from the underground and all yeah. that shit. Second movie, mm. someone comes up and tries to hire him and stuff like that, and yeah. then more, like more you, spoilers, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, they've been like, come on. I know. I'm just saying. like so. Then the second movie shows more of the assassination mytho the 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 organizations the the rules the you know so it's it's more of a it delves deeper into that aspect yeah and then this one is going to delve even deeper because he got excommunicated in the second movie at the end because he broke one of the like the biggest rules okay right and um don't talk about fight club exactly he talked about fight club so that's what i'm interested to see the show is gonna probably do like a even more of a backstory into yeah. that, which is going to be super interesting. See, if somebody would have told me this from the beginning, I might have given it a shot. Yeah. And so literally from what people also, told me, I like, look at it, I was like, oh, action. Like, I like don't the like training that Keanu Reeves did for this movie is absolutely amazing. Like the gunfights mm-hmm. are like very well done. They're very well choreographed. Mm-hmm. And he had to do a lot of training. Like I saw a video of one of his training sessions. Yeah. Like it was amazing. See, like, that's not enough to win me over. Um, It was, it was good for me. Like yeah. again, what, pulled me in was the mytho of the assassinations yeah. like the assassin like code the world yeah. like all no the, no I, like, I get it i get you know? I, yeah that's what i'm saying that part sounds very interesting like i said when it, i'm the weird guy where i'll go to a movie and an action scene starts and i start falling asleep and then it's like they get back to just talking and i was like oh this is great I yeah. love this. I love the conversation, the flow of the dialogue and all that. And then you go back like, oh, there's people shooting guns. <laughs> I don't know, who gives a shit? Yeah. Can't wait for that new Quentin Tarantino, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, next movie we'll, we've discussed before, um, Aladdin. I'm looking forward to this a lot. Okay. Like I love Aladdin as a child. 
Um, people have been talking so much shit about Will Smith being genie. I don't get it's it. It's the world we live in. Everybody's upset about everything. I don't understand why. It's just like, like nobody, like the thing that drives me crazy is that like nobody's just content yeah. anymore. Like they're not content unless they're complaining about something. And it's usually the most benign shit that you can think of and they'll complain about it. You know what it is? And it's funny because I'm going to, I'm going to insult my own, I guess, culture in a way you could say. It's the same bullshit that wrestling fans have been doing their entire lives. <laughs> Where wrestling fans love wrestling and we also are the biggest critics of wrestling. And we, if you had a conversation with us about wrestling where we really dive deep into it, you would think we hate it. Because it's one of those things where most people, they think, okay, this should happen. And it gets in their head and they're like, okay, this would be cool if this happened. Then it doesn't happen. And instead of saying, okay, what are they going to do? Why didn't this happen? This Right off the bat, they're saying, well, they didn't use what I think was good. So it's not good. And that's that's really what it is. And then it's like I used to deal with that with wrestling. And I used to I fall into that every once in a while too. Everybody does. And then now I see that happening with the world. And it's just like everybody has the same thing where it's just like, well, if I'm going to do Aladdin, I want to do it like this. And then Hollywood's just like, well, we're going to do this. And everyone's like, well, fuck that. That's not my idea. It's not good. And that's why everybody's upset. It was like, no, fucking watch. The movie hasn't come out. Watch the movie. If it's bad, talk shit about it. If it's good, own up to it and say it's good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's where we live in. Oh, my God. But, um, you know. From my point of view, Aladdin looks interesting. The only thing that I seem to, that I'm really upset about is Jafar. Like, I can't get over Jafar. that's true. I can't get over Jafar. Every time I I think of Jafar, um, when I, when I would see the old cartoon or whatever, he was, he was a skinny dude, yes, but he was tall. He was intimidating. He had the deep voice. Like, he looked like you didn't want to fuck with this dude, like. Like Jafar was a creepy dude that he looked you didn't like the mess with. like the human version of a snake. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then you look at this Jafar. It's like, oh Aladdin. <laughs> oh Aladdin, I need you to go in there and get this thing for me, oh, Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's like, fuck this dude, man. I don't even need the genie. I'll beat the shit out of Jafar right now. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a scepter. I'm gonna kill this bird. Fuck this dude. Wait, don't kill the bird. That shit's hilarious. Oh, that was just. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe he's gonna shut me up. Maybe this Jafar is a big girl. I, I hope maybe, so. Maybe he that was just his way of like disarming Aladdin. I don't know. Aladdin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um so the next movie I want to talk about is Brightburn. Okay. Uh we just saw the trailer for Brightburn. Yep. I had seen it before, Dan. This was the first time you've seen the first. it. I've heard of Brightburn, but I never knew what it so was. So what I like about this, it's like what this is a story of what if Superman so this is not based on Superman, but it is based on Superman, right? I don't think this is a DC movie. It's this a crash landing, baby, powers, but it literally turns the opposite of what happened to Superman, right? Superman got raised to be this perfect, like, all-American. That's Paul and right there. Yeah, goody two-shoes, like, never heard a fly. Where this one is kind of like, this kid is, it shows you true human nature with that kind of power. Yeah. Right? And I think that's so interesting to see. Because I think we had to talk about this. is like, how can you be not corrupt with Superman's powers? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's just, I, I don't see a way of it not eventually corrupting you. Mm-hmm. It's like, I've thought about it, about having Superman's powers. 
And I'm like, this is what I would do. This is what I do. And like, then my thought pattern eventually got into like, well, we actually did a whole episode. We did a whole episode about this. Yeah. 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 So it's just like, it's absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. And it's just like, this is, I think this is, it's also, you also having that great power with the temperament of a a child mm-hmm. like imagine going through being bullied and stuff like that as a child and, and like you know you can like and having them. a tantrum yeah you'll destroy the whole fucking world yeah. in the heartbeat yeah. like you know what i'm saying so like that kind of power in the hands of like a teenager going through like hormone changes and all that shit is just like ridiculous like yeah. well that's the thing I, I i saw it and like i said i made the joke earlier but it, literally it's it kind of enforces the in the superman uh story that if it wasn't Ma and Paul Kent, you know, that, that, that got Clark, this is what would have happened. Yeah. Like, that's the way but I see even, it. But see, the thing is, is like, even with the story of Red Sun, okay. he wasn't completely, like, demonically evil. No, no. He, he was, wasn't evil at all. He was, in his mind, he was doing the right thing. He was saving he, the world. Yeah, but in, the thing is, he wasn't going around just, like, murdering people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just like, this is just like, he's like, nobody can hurt me. Yeah. Who's going to stop me? Yeah, exactly. I'm just going to fucking kill whoever I want. That's what I'm saying. That's where parenting comes in. That's what like, happens. This is, yeah. this is a kind of movie I usually, like, this is the kind of like scary movie that comes out now and I'm usually not interested in. It's funny. I didn't think of it as a horror movie. But this is, it It has the- um, It has horror movie tropes. Yeah. yeah but it's, yeah. But, and people are going to be like, oh, this is a horror movie. Or oh, yeah. The, or a suspense or whatever. Yeah. I usually don't see movies like this because they're predictable and mm-hmm. I don't care for them. But it like, was a good movie, huh? It was a good movie. Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm looking very, very much forward to this movie. See, uh, should be interesting. See, with me, the way I see it is that's what happens if you're a superpower kid and you're raised by Rita Repulsa and Roy from The Office. <laughs> that's i mean not roy yeah it is roy well the thing <laughs> is they also show you how afraid they were of him yeah fucking be a parent yeah exactly and you know it's know just like they're afraid of like disciplining him because they're afraid of her and then like yeah. at one point in the trail the father's like he's not our son and it's just yeah. like that i think that's also what's the driving point where martha and jonathan was just like so loving to yeah. the point where they're like they they knew what they were doing they're yeah. doing and that's what i'm saying he of course and they roy, never had kids before yeah exactly and that's yeah. of course roy would say that yeah. that's why he was engaged with pam for like a year and the, they had to break up and jim came in of course jim's gonna do it jim has been friends with pam for years they were obviously gonna blossom into a beautiful relationship obviously okay. everybody watch the office it's a great show sure <laughs> um next movie let's talk about dark phoenix oh, okay Right, yeah. X-Men movie. Oh, yeah, let's talk this about is this. literally, I think, the first X-Men movie I might be excited for since the first X-Men movie. Since, since the first X-Men movie? Since the first X-Men radio. X-Men movie. <laughs> X-Men. Right? The reason why is because I saw this new trailer and the Dark Phoenix or just whatever, Phoenix, mm-hmm. is actually an entity that got, Jean that Grey. had... Oh taken over gene mm-hmm. instead of like the last series where it was just gene herself it was yeah. a part of her it was kind of like a different personality that just had more power yeah where this is actually it's an actual like entity from like outer space that 
went into Jean, took over her body, and then like started manifesting, which I'm excited about because I'm just like, hey, you're finally doing something right. Congratulations. Yeah. I don't know. With this movie, I, I just don't care. Like, yeah. I, I've like, I, I was talking about it with you earlier where it's like when it comes to superhero movies, it's gotten to the point, the comic book superhero movies, it's gotten to the point where it's like, I just yeah, don't I'm, care. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired of all of them. It's like Marvel, DC, doesn't matter. I just yeah. don't give a shit anymore. Like, like it, they, It's become oversaturated. Yeah, like, it's, it's just like. <sighs> and the thing is, when we were talking about, uh, what was the last one? The last X-Men? Apocalypse. Apocalypse. I was talking to you about it, and then Storm pops up in the trailer for this one. I was like, oh, look, cool. Storm's in it. And then you told me Storm was in the last one. Yeah. I saw that movie in movie theaters with you, and I honest to God don't remember I anything. I don't remember seeing it with you, but okay. I don't remember anything. With, uh, yeah, it was. I, I'm telling you, it was you, me. It was um, Henry. Shout out to Henry. I'm sure you're listening. Uh, Rudy, I'm sure you're not listening, so fuck you. Um, there might have been one other person. There might have been. Was it Johnny? maybe but i know that we also went to go see alien whatever with him yes alien covenant where you were focused on the first five minutes of that movie and that's all you cared about um what was that focused on because there was a spaceship that couldn't get through a storm oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like that happened in the beginning of the movie and then the movie continued and then we walked out we're talking about the movie how islam comes out of nowhere he's like how the fuck did a spaceship not be able to make it through a storm like what what are you talking about bro how can a spaceship (laughs) fly through outer space like deflect the gravity of planets like have fucking shrapnel traveling a thousands hundreds of thousands of miles per hour mm-hmm. through space yeah. get through all that shit fine yeah. enter planet's atmosphere yeah. and have trouble with a fucking hurricane you realize that's not what the movie was about i know <laughs> there was a lot but, more that happened after that that but, was the beginning of the movie but that shit got me so <laughs> pissed in the beginning it was like you couldn't focus on the movie i think no, i was just i was upset i was like how this is so stupid that's it's <laughs> That's like that's like for the last Power Rangers movie that came out. For those of you who saw it, it was the the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah, I guess yeah, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Where it starts off where you see um I'm forgetting everything. What's the guy's name? Zordon. The, Zordon. Zordon was the uh he was red the Red Ranger. Ranger at the time, and then you see Rita was the green. Mm-hmm. That would have been the equivalent of you walking out of that movie. And just being like, how the fuck was she the Green Ranger? We're like, dude, that happened in the first five minutes. <laughs> See, but that made more sense. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying that that is. I'm just saying it's the equivalent of that. Yeah. Something that happened early in the movie, and then that's it. That's it for the rest of the movie. You just sat there complaining about it. Yeah. Well, that shit was stupid. I don't know. But X-Men, Phoenix, Dark Dark Phoenix. whatever the fuck it's called. I don't care. Whatever. I don't care. Anymore. I know you care about this one, though. I'm going to touch your finger. Men in Black international yeah that, um, that one i am i I'm am forward to. excited for this one and i was telling you you're the only other person i've i've spoken to I that seems can't to be excited. people are not excited for this everybody i've talked to are like oh great another men in black i'm like dude men in black 3 was the good one like yeah. we get, we've ended on a good note like men in black and men in black men in black 3 was yeah. like I don't know. It was like the perfect movie out of all three of them. It's it's better right? than the other two. It had a great storyline. Yeah. It like ended the trilogy perfectly. It had a storyline. That right there is what is what True. did it. And it's just like it ended the trilogy perfectly. It had like put a little nice bow on it. Like it tied everything together. Yeah. And it was just like awesome. Yeah. Now it's time to expand. Yeah. 
right? It's it's. Let's it's, go I'm to another forward. country, see their MIB headquarters, see what they're dealing with, and just like, yeah, come on, man, this is a great like universe to build on. Yeah, right. And it's in when you think about it, it's crazy because literally the first Men in Black movie. Was just like okay, Men in Black has been a term that's been around for years. It's like a oh yeah, it's a what's it called like a conspiracy. like an urban legend like conspiracy yeah. theory type thing. So it's like they made a movie based off it. They threw aliens in there. It's like let's do this. Let's get Will Smith. He's popular. Threw a Tommy Lee Jones in there. He was Two Face. It was great. And <laughs> and you and you made a movie. Then it, it made a lot of money. So we're like oh let's make a sequel. What's it gonna be about? Who gives a shit? We're gonna make more money. Let's just yeah. do it. And that's essentially, the, well, let's get fucking Johnny Knoxville. He's from this thing called Jackass. It's gonna be great. And they made that movie. It was like, all right, who gives a shit? Three came out and they're like, no, we're gonna do it right. Somebody came in there who loved the product. They loved what it could be and they made it into something special. And now because of that, we get this spinoff. Yeah. Like you said, we get the world. Without Men in Black 3, there would be no Men in Black International. No, there wouldn't be. And I'm glad it happened. Yeah, and I'm very much looking forward to it. I hope it's more Men in Black 3 and not Men in Black 2. Yep. All right, let's talk about two more real quick before sure. we end. Um, the next one I want to talk about is Shaft. Oh, Shaft. Oh, yes. Now, I've never seen the older ones. Okay. And I, I might see it before this one. Okay. But what I like about this one, it's like three generations of Shaft. Okay. And I'm just like, and they have it done as a comedy. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is nothing like the other ones. I know. It looks like. And I'm just like, this is awesome. Yeah. Because for anyone who doesn't know who Shaft is. Well, he's or, a bad mother. Yeah. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I'm just and, talking about Shaft. Yeah. <laughs> so for anybody who doesn't know who Shaft is, right? Yeah. So this pretty much like this whole younger generation and stuff like that. This yeah. is a great way to introduce them. Yeah, absolutely. Into that because it's a comedy. It's nothing, nothing serious. Like you can, it could be like a family thing. Oh. And, the, and they're <laughs> kind of. Shaft deals with like pimps and hookers and stuff I know, like that. I don't know I know, but they're like, this is <laughs> three generations of Shaft. So they're already like kind of bringing family into this. And okay. I guarantee it, it's going to be a family story. Oh, it's it's one hundred percent gonna be a family story. I don't know about a family movie. Hey, it is what it is, bro. <laughs> Kids these days, they you can. have a little kid go home. It's like, yeah, and then Shaft smacked his. He just smacked his hooker. Hooker money. Aladdin. Aladdin. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but no, I'm looking forward to Shaft. Yeah, looking forward to Shaft. Me too. That's what uh, she said. Looking forward to that Shaft. Yep. Um, last. But not least, mm -hmm. the Lion King live action. My beard was stuck in the mic for a second. <laughs> <laughs> live yeah. action Lion King. I don't know how to feel about this. You know, I'm just excited to see the Lion King again. Mm -hmm. Right? Whether it's 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 CGI like Lion. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's like how live action is it gonna be? But. It's just, I, fuck it. I just want to see it again. This is going to be like a new version of the movie. Yeah. It's going to be the same old great story. Why the fuck not? Um, It's one of those things where I'm going to see it. I don't know if I'm going to see it in theaters. Like, it's one of those movies where it's like, I I already know. I'm going to keep saying I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it. It's going to come out in theaters. I'm going to, it's just going to pass me by. Then it's going to be on TV. It's going to be available. Like, oh, I'll see it. I'll see it. And then probably 20 years from then, I'll finally watch it. And it's not because I don't want to see it. It's I saw The Lion King. I don't get me wrong. I love The Lion King. The Lion King might be, in my opinion, the greatest Disney animated movie ever made. Yeah, I agree with that. 
And uh, but it's just like I already saw it. Yeah, that's true. So it's it's one of those things where it's like I'm sure I'm well, I'm not sure. I'm hoping this is going to be great. I really do because I really want the next generation, the current generation of kids to experience that amazing story. Oh yeah, and that's th- what I want. So this is what's perfect because it's it's what they're doing is like kids are not going to go watch the old cartoon. No. Right, they're no. gonna be like, "Why does this look so bad?" Exactly, and, like, and, and, and that's when you—that's when you disown your child. I will. You know yeah. what? Go live in a cardboard box outside, yeah. and you can't handle it. You can't handle being in a room with nothing to do so for five hours. Disney's genius because this is a great way for them to mm-hmm. introduce mm-hmm. this new generation yep. to their old movies with yep. Aladdin live action, Lion King live action. They're gonna do. Yep. Other Dumbo, like, Dumbo, fuck that movie. Um, <laughs> you, you just don't like the racist crows. Yeah, so <laughs> I, it's a, an elephant that could fly because it has big ass ears. That's the most stupid <laughs> shit I've ever heard. Oh, I know. in my life, I I've know. never seen the cartoon. I I I saw it when I was much. I much can't younger. wait till they do Bambi live. Oh man, so many kids are gonna cry, dude. I really hope. <laughs> I really hope the hunter. I hope shoots. that they go all out. Like you see blood and guts. Oh, and just I hope sick. the hunter that kills Bambi's mother is yeah. Joe Rogan. Because <laughs> that shit would be hilarious. Oh, my God. Please cast Joe Rogan as the hunter that killed how, Bambi's how, mother. That's a lot of money for like one short scene. I don't give a fuck. Just do it. What if they made it into a longer scene where it's like you see him shoot Bambi's mother and then Bambi's just sitting there terrified watching and Thumper's just there just banging his foot on the floor like, babe, we gotta go, man. We gotta get the fuck out of here. And then Joe Rogan just comes up, pulls out a knife, just fucking starts skidding Bambi's yeah, mom yeah. and just like fucking cooks her right there. Well, it's not <laughs> just Joe Rogan. It's like Joe Rogan, Brian Callen, like all his hunting buddies. <laughs> like they're on a trip, yeah. but they just happen to take Bambi. Yeah. And then we go into the Bambi story. Oh, that'd that should be so it's fucking like, At great. one point, he's just like eating a piece of Bambi's mother and he yeah. sees Bambi just staring him down, like looking in his fucking eyes. They're like, like Oh, you remember at, this? I ate your mother. No, they'd be like, "Oh, I think we killed the little, the little deer's mom." Oh, yeah. yeah. And then they just eat a piece of its liver, <laughs> fresh out the. Oh, that shit would be fucking. Oh, hilarious. we're sick. Yeah, we're sick. Okay, so <laughs> I said I said Lion King was last but not least, but here's a bonus one because I really wanted to talk about this. Yeah. Once upon a time in Hollywood. I literally just found about found out about this movie. I'm surprised today. you just found out because about the this. thing is, is like I have been. But you haven't come across it like on your on one of your social media apps. No, no, no. I haven't come across it. Uh, this is the ninth. And this is why social media sucks. They're not talking the about ninth, the important things. Uh, Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah, um, I love Quentin Tarantino so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm super excited for this movie. I can't wait. I saw the trailer. That shit looks amazing. It's funny. You, I I saw the trailer, thought the same thing, and it's funny how many other people saw this trailer and were just like, "Oh, this looks dumb. What the hell is this movie about? I don't want to see this." Like, it was like it's Tarantino. Listen, you, it's like he's gonna. Co- of course, he's gonna make a trailer like this. First of all, it's gonna have the best dialogue you've seen since the Hateful Eight. Yeah, since his last movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's the storyline is gonna be wonderful. Yeah. Dan was telling me like the the basis of the movie and it just sounds amazing. Mm. Like I it's this is what I look this is what I look forward to. Yeah. As an adult. Yeah. It's it's and I've said this a couple times. I, I have this conversation with my father every once in a while where there's some people and if this is the way you're listening those of you listening, this is the way you get you are, that's fine. Everybody has their own thing. But I feel like there's some people who go to the movies 
just because they want to go to the movies. There's nothing to do. And there's other people who go to the movies to see something that they truly want to see, something they truly care about. I've be I used to just go for anything, and now I've transitioned to like I, if I'm going to the movies, it has to be worth it. it. Has to be something I really want to see. My this is, is one precious, of those movies. Bro, I can't just be yeah. going to just see any yeah. old fucking movie. Yeah. And also, I'm not spending fifteen yeah. bucks on a shit movie. But there's a lot of people who are like, "What do you want to do? Oh, let's go to the movies." Like, what, what do you want to see? I don't know. We'll figure out when you get there. No, fuck that. No, that's mad. This this movie back is in one the day when movies. a movie was like seven dollars. Sure, why the fuck not? No, I mean, I if they cost that amount now, I wouldn't do it. If they cause that amount now, I might do it. I wouldn't do Seven it. Seven bucks, bro? And to sit in a crowded room with a bunch of other people? No, 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 no. Fuck that. I will go to matinee. That should be for like four bucks. Still, there's other people. There's a chance that there's other people there. Unless I get the chance to throw something at Jonathan <laughs> <laughs> in the theater, I won't do it. Oh, that was a great time. Uh, we just, he, how are you going to talk on a cell phone? And granted, it was just us in the theater, but we gave him so. <laughs> well, there was that lady ghost. <laughs> When we left, she so. did, we did, we did not see her walk in. Yeah, good times. And we were all over that fucking theater. Good times. Well, thank you for uh, for joining us today for this podcast for this amazing, wonderful piece of wisdom that you received from us. Um, I hope you guys are looking to some interesting movies. If there's movies that we did not discuss and you guys want to shout them out. Uh, please let us know. We're always looking uh, for new movies to watch. At least I am. Um, so let us know. Mm. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, subscribe, share, rate, review. Follow us on social medias. Uh, though our tags will be in the description. Also check out Dan's Jesus pieces because no. they are you, you so funny. You haven't you haven't been keeping up. No, I have not. With the Jesus piece storyline, it has stopped. But that's because of the storyline. So. For those of you who were reading, um, some stuff happened. The um, I can't remember what they're called right now, but it's this the the World News Coalition, I believe it is. They came in, they took over the uh, people who've been reporting on the Jesus pieces, and they're running things now. Oh, but wow. can we trust them? We'll see. We'll can find we out. Them? We'll find out. With this being said, I'm still debating if Jesus pieces are going to continue in this media form or in another okay so they are going to continue well let's i just don't know how maybe dan will create a blog (laughs) we'll see lwg blog video blog where you can tell them read it to them enact it (laughs) i play all the roles fun fact actually um one of the characters who who popped in was uh john shaft oh he was in there yeah yeah, i remember that i was i read that one Yeah. yeah Yeah. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Have a great night. Great morning, depending on when you're listening to this. Just have a great...